0: what's going on everybody welcome to the bash brothers podcast i'm your host connor chandler this over here is my co-host jordan harris and we are the bash brothers the only podcast where it's like sitting back with your friends talking sports life everything in between jordan How you doing on this live Going Up Today Monday episode, brother? Doing well.
1: A long Christmas weekend is coming gone. We are finally done with St. Nicholas for another 363 days. Something tells me the Cincinnati Bearcats ain't done with St. Nicholas. (laughs) I, I don't like that pun, but it's, it worked somehow. Yeah, it does work,
0: brother. If you know, you know, you, if you, know, you know, bro. Yeah, he is St. Nick for a reason. Did you have a yeah. good Christmas?
1: Yeah, yeah. good Christmas. Got uh, Didn't get too much, but you know. That's hadn't why got anything been older. yet.
0: Sadly, my wife got sick. Wasn't able to go to family's Christmas, so unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, hadn't, yeah. hadn't been to old that. Barb and Loses yet, so who knows. Oh, my wife did get me a World Series Braves baseball, that gold nice. baseball. Nice. yes. Yeah, it's, like it. it's pretty cool i uh, got a couple exclusive Mountain Dews. You actually can see my collection over here growing. You so. are wasting so much money on that. Not okay. at all. Not at all. Mountain Dew, the big, world's greatest drink. Uh, they definitely have a lot of variations to it. mm mm-hmm. uh, w- Let's extend that. Hope you all had a very Merry Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Hope it was awesome. Uh we've had some pretty dang good bowl games. Yep. Uh some good games. We've uh we've saw a step up in competition. Yeah. Or I say competition in quotes. I think every game's actually been very competitive. There's been very few blowouts. We saw some SEC teams play, so forth and so on. We'll get to that. But uh unfortunately, bro, uh covid football season could be the title of this episode. Yep, very true. So, um, let me ask you a question. Are you like a scientist? No. Nah. So you don't really have opinions on this that matter. I don't reckon. I don't exactly. know where you go. That going. Make, oh. that makes two of us. Okay, I like where we're We are not scientists or and or doctors who have opinions on the Omicron virus that really matter. It does seem to be more more spreadable but less harsh. I'll say that's what seems to be happening. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's running through Uh, the NBA, the NFL. We are seeing now college football affected by it. A couple games have been canceled. You want to run those down for us real quick? Uh,
1: Hawaii ball. Hawaii had a uh, little little casement outbreak there, so that was canceled. Memphis and Hawaii did not get to play. Military Bowl with Boston College in East Carolina. I believe Boston College was the one that had to drop out of that. Correct. Uh, SMU Virginia in the Fenway Bowl. That was played in Fenway Park. I didn't realize that until That's the pretty day. darn cool. That is That's cool. Very that is cool. cool. Classic baseball park, obviously. And uh, finally, the Sun Bowl with Washington State and Miami. Miami had to drop out. I think they're still looking for an yes, opponent correct. for Washington State, but they've not found correct. one. Correct. They this actually,
0: time. and this, this makes me so sad, they actually extended an invite to Vanderbilt. And really? turned them down. Vanderbilt really? said no. I even saw last night, Brett McMurphy's kind of the main one who kind of tweets about all this stuff. Like this Division three school tweeted at him from Texas, and they were like, we win 11-1. If y'all just want somebody to show up and play, my guys are ready. And they, and they guaranteed that it would be competitive. So hey, let's see here. Make some dreams come true. You know what I mean? His latest, he says Arizona Bowl is seeking a replacement for Boise State to play Central Michigan. Sun Bowl is seeking a replacement for Miami to play Washington State. Both games rescheduled for fr- both games scheduled for Friday and that was 2 hours ago. Okay. So that's going to be the latest on that. Um we've seen honestly even some uh, So, I guess you got to throw another disclaimer out there, right? There's been a lot of talk of well, the disclaimer is if people are really getting sick And you don't... Obviously, the first and foremost uh, thing is to make sure the players are safe. Right. Right? But there's been a lot of talk around... I mean, you've seen ESPN heads, you've seen CBS, Fox Sports, of people saying, you know, it feels like teams are using this as an excuse not to play. You know, talking about how the bowl games don't matter and all this stuff and whatnot. There's even been talk, I don't hate this idea, and this is not a new novel idea, of having the bowl game become the first game played in the new season, almost like a reward for playing an out-of-conference good team to start mm-hmm. your season. It's yeah. almost like a tune-up, but it would it would count. Well, I guess. Who knows? So you'd the have a 13-game season. You would have a 13-game hmm. season. You would just start one week earlier. That would be like your prize, right? So what are your thoughts? you think some people are, are, are dipping out because they don't want to
1: – I mean, it, it, it's potential. Catch I mean, hands? I mean, you know, I think that the, the – the first time that came up that I saw the season was with Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. And um, there were
0: people from ESPN who straight up called him out yeah. saying, listen, they didn't want to show up and lose. I mean – Which to, which to, we picked Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah, we did. We without – we, we thought they'd have a quarterback. Well, right. They don't. Yeah. You know, or they do, but it might be Billy Bob who's four-string on the bench. Right, right. I mean,
1: to me, I understand the assumption there, but I until unless you
0: have solid proof, I just feel that's not something you can just blatantly say. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely throwing it around, but I'm like you, it's it's tough to speculate on it. I do think some changes need to be made. Listen, I love bowl season. I've literally watched every single game, even today. I'm at work uh, with my phone on Hulu Live, watching the game as much as I can. Yeah, the uh, Western Michigan and Nevada game today. Western Michigan, is that right? I got that right, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. That was it. Um, great pick, by the way. Yep, Uh yep. So let's jump there. Capital One Bowl Mania. If you don't know, we issued uh, the Bash Brothers Podcast actually sponsored a group this year for Capital One Bowl Mania. Straight up, pick forty four football games. It's obviously now decreased due to some COVID games. Winner of our group's gonna get gonna get fifty dollars. Literally free, straight fifty dollars cash, Venmo, Amazon yep. gift card, whatever you want. And uh you and I didn't start out so hot. No. We were literally in last place the last time yep. we sat down on this podcast. Now we're tied for third. Yeah. We're honestly doing pretty good. Uh Mom Rika, 13, who I'm not sure who that is, uh, is 12 and five. That's a that's dang good.
1: That is a very good for bowl season. Right record.
0: behind mom Rika is Kevin Walsh NFL, also twelve and five. Uh Gopher Dog 21's eleven and five. We have an eleven and six. And then from there, we pretty much have about a seven-way tie for third at records of pretty much ten and seven. Yeah. And tomorrow we got a big five-game stretch. Yep. Five big games tomorrow. That sadly, because I'll be at work, starts off with that Auburn-Houston game.
1: The, the twelve o'clock slate there just feels unfair.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. I think there are other games that should be there, but then again, you know, if I'm if I'm in control, I, the the positions are definitely switching a lot too. Of course, of course. How you feeling about your pick so far? Uh, that we, I mean, we got a solid. Uh, we got 16 games under yeah. our ball, 17.
1: I mean, it's ball season. You never know. Like, I mean, there's teams that I thought were were should have were shoe ins that didn't win, and I mean, you know, there's teams that I probably shouldn't have picked that did
0: wind up winning. So I mean, I you know, feel like trends are starting to arise, though. Yeah. I mean, you look at today. Uh, Western Michigan, Nevada, you and I very confidently pick Western Michigan. Did yep. you have any doubt about that pick at all? No, Not at all. I look on the board, and when we started today, there are 16 people either tied or ahead of us, and 11 of those people picked Nevada. And I was sitting here going, you did not do your homework. I literally texted you. I, yep, said, yep. I said, and I literally disclaimed to Jordan when I texted him. I said, bro, we could end up losing like we always do but holy cow, how do you not pick Western Michigan in this game? I agree. Nevada had so many opt-outs and injuries that Western Michigan climbed all the way to a seven-point favorite as the FPI underdog. Yeah. When that happens, Vegas is screaming at you, bruh, pick this team. Yep. We ended up picking it. It worked out. We now sit in third place. Yep. So Uh, Speaking, continuing the kind of COVID talk here, We got some updates on the rules of the playoffs. Yep. You want to talk us through that? Yeah, so – And give us your thoughts. I think they're all horrible. Um, I could not agree (laughs) more. They are so bad.
1: So, essentially, what happens is, and I'll try to make this as understandable as humanly possible. It's kind of hard to explain over talking it. But, anyway, if Game A has one team that cannot compete due to COVID – the other team would automatically advance to the national championship with
0: no contest. Let's say Georgia, all of them get sick. Michigan would then go to the national title game.
1: Also, in game A, if both teams had to cancel due to COVID, then – the winner of game B would be declared national championship in a no-contest second game.
0: Let's say Michigan also gets sick. Georgia and Michigan would yep. sit out. Your national title game would did be between Cincinnati and Alabama with yep. the winner becoming the national champion.
1: And then the one that makes the most sense is – This if, is incredible. Run if, it down. If one of the winners gets sick after they after they play the game, then the national championship could be postponed
0: up to one week. One, Oh, I thought it was a day. No, it's uh, to it's the 11th. It's a week. It's a week? Yeah, it's a week. Okay, they because it said January 11th, which is literally uh-uh.
1: It said one okay. week. Well, and I'll say a minute, but in the original rule said it said within okay. a week. Oh, so. no.
0: My favorite rule is if all three teams get sick. <laughs> I don't think I saw that part of oh, it. Oh, no, if, if there's three teams, the only team left is, is national champions. That makes sense. Okay. Like, one of the – It doesn't make sense, but per the rules, said right. it makes sense. One of the beat writers for Georgia, when the rules came out, quoted the tweet, and he's kind of being sarcastic, probably kind of not. He said, I'd take 22 players right now and put them in a bunker. Because yeah. if I got 22 guys who can go and yeah. the other three don't, I'm a national champion, which who wants to win that? That'd have the biggest asterisk of all time. Yeah, that's it. true. But, you, hey, you got there. You stayed healthy. I guess there's something to be said for dedication of your players. I
1: 22 is the actual rule in college football, though. I feel like it probably be. I know 22 well, I mean, is technically I mean, you if Technically, if,
0: if you got 11 well, guys true, and a lot
1: of heart. <laughs> I'm wondering, though, like,
0: what we did in high school. Like,
1: do you need – well, yeah, that was high school football. I know, I'm, I'm wondering, like, if you need a certain amount above that. Like, if you had to have, like, a certain amount of substitutions on each side of the – I'm sure the, you do. But then I again,
0: I, I mean – 22 healthy guys and then take your chances with everybody else. Who knows? could But yeah. can, now now that you've ran that down, we have a solid playoff picture. We know yep. that on the 31st, Friday, Michigan and Georgia will play at 730 on, yep. I think, it's ESPN – or ABC it don't really doesn't matter and then Alabama and Cincinnati will play. Both teams have flown to their destination. Yep. Uh Cincinnati and uh Alabama have landed in Texas. Georgia and Michigan have landed in Miami. Yep. We saw some press, yep. some uh some you know everybody had their press conference right there pretty much at the airport on the tarmac it looked like. Yeah. And uh did you did you learn any news anything interesting to you at all or just a lot of coach speak?
1: Not really a lot of coach speak. the one the one thing that I heard that was very interesting was uh, Aiden Hutchinson so obviously Aiden Hutchinson was one of the runners up for the Heisman Great, Dominant player Probably one for of the, Michigan. I mean, in all honesty, if you take out Will Anderson, and even with Will Anderson in the conversation, he may be one that he may be the best edge rusher in the country. Very possible. Um, but I, maybe some inexperience on his part not being in the playoffs. He told one of the reporters that I I can't remember the exact wording, but essentially he they were talking about how he planned on Rushing Georgia's offensive line. And he said he was looking to have a great day. Yeah. Maybe a little so, bulletin board material yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. So, something for Kerber to use. But yeah. other than that, it's a whole lot of coach speak, a whole lot of players just saying, you know, yeah. respect the
0: other team. Let's go out and play. But some breaking news, not necessarily here, but earlier this week came when we found out that JT Daniels has COVID. Yeah. Looks like he will be cleared to go for the game. Yeah. It has been confirmed that JT Daniels was taking reps with first team. In practice, yeah. What does that mean if he stayed healthy, or what does that even mean now? Only Kirby knows. I have no idea. There's, there's probably about you know thirty something people who actually know the answer to that. What the yeah. plans are, uh, I still stand by the fact. I will say this. I think I've said it for the most part. Uh, I'm good with whatever Kirby does, but I think yeah. the best plan is. I think the best quarterback for Michigan is Stetson. And if your defense just can't hold Alabama, your best quarterback is JT. Yeah. But if Kirby Smart if Kirby Smart decides to play Stetson Bennett for both games, I'm all good with it. Yeah. I think he's good enough to beat both of those teams, and I'm confident in that. Uh, you speak of the bulletin board material. Did you see what the Auburn player did? I mean, the Alabama player did. I can't pull his exact name. I'm not sure which one it was to the Auburn during Auburn practice. Did you see this? Uh I don't think so. so the Auburn, a couple of Alabama players. Uh huh. Well, I'm assuming we only see one on camera. Rolls up to the Auburn practice at Hoover. I think it's Hoover High School in Hoover, Alabama. They're oh, the practicing bowl. for the, yeah, yeah. They're practicing for the bowl game, and Auburn's in the background practicing. Yeah. And he does the crane kick pose. So let me ask you a question here. I just I think this this doesn't matter. They're not playing Auburn. It's yeah. no bulletin board material for Auburn. But if you struggled to beat a team as bad as Auburn was toward the end of the season, if you struggled that bad versus a backup quarterback who was very ungood in that game, then he got hurt and was even unbetter than he even was, and it took you four overtimes to beat him. You think you'd show up to the practice and troll them, even if they are your art travels? I,
1: I think there's a caveat to that. If you went out of your way,
0: oh, they to, definitely to did, go there. Yeah. Well,
1: no, I'm saying like. If you were like, if you just specifically drove to the Birmingham Bowl to do that, then yeah, that's a little much. But if you were like in the area and you're like, hey,
0: let's just go troll them. I just maybe. think that's such a b- I, I saw that, and like, I find the humor in the troll. Yeah. Because let us be honest, the Alabama Auburn rivalry is phenomenal. You can tro- you can still say kick six to an Alabama fan oh, till yeah. this oh, day, yeah. and they're gonna their blood's gonna boil. I'm a Georgia fan. I know we have those moments too. But to struggle that bad to beat a not great team oh, I and to go to their practice and troll them, yeah, is, it's almost like you feel like if I'm an Auburn fan and I looked over at them doing that, I would laugh at them. Yeah. I'd feel bad that you felt I like agree. you just – you you Alabama is now back on that pedestal. It oh, yeah. took one yeah, game yeah. for them to get back there. And you're like, you're going to come troll us? It took yeah. you four overtimes to beat us and we're not yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Going back to Alabama, though, in the COVID issues, you know, Bill O'Brien – is That's a out, positive and their offensive line coach.
0: Both should be back before the game.
1: That, from what I've read, they're going to join the team on Friday or Friday early, so before the game sometime Friday. Which, to me, if you're Alabama and you know you've had all these offensive line issues and your offensive line coach is not going to be there till the day of the game, and they might get there a day or two early. I don't know yeah. exactly when, but that doesn't bode super well for you. Again, I think you're. You should beat Cincinnati. Yeah,
0: it's not ideal. It's not ideal. But
1: yeah, and Bill O'Brien. I mean, you got the greatest football coach of all times. I'm sure Nick Saban has his hand in the offense too. Anyway, yeah, they do. But you know, that's something to keep out. Keep an eye out on. For all Speaking
0: them. of that game, let's have a little conversation about it. All I right. mentioned I mentioned to you before we started. You know, I've done a I've done a lot of rewatching football games uh, last week and this week. I've had a lot of time to just kind of watch the the recaps on YouTube and just kind of look at things. I said I believe I can't even recall perfectly. I th- I think I said that Alabama would cover the spread. This I think the spread's around two touchdowns now. Yeah. 12 13 somewhere around there. I no longer believe that. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I think and this is a this is a, to me the if of this prediction lands on Cincinnati not Alabama. Okay? Right. Alabama had one great game this season when all the odds were stacked for them to be great, right? Mm-hmm. Greatest head football coach of all time, absolute dynasty, massive game in a place he never loses versus a team who can't beat him and everyone's telling him they're going to lose, right? Yep. It's literally a mon- a tsunami of get ready for what's coming, right? That's why mm-hmm. we kind of saw the writing on the wall that Alabama would beat Georgia. They had a couple games where they looked good. The Mississippi State game, they looked good. Yeah. The Ole Miss game, they you know, they looked all right. And then a whole bunch of games that, let's be honest, probably should have lost, right? Yeah. LSU has four different throws from the 20-yard line to beat them. Texas A&M does beat them. Uh, Florida came within two points, a really bad Florida team. Uh, there's just, you know, a lot of areas like that, right? Well, Cincinnati, as inconsistent as they looked, Every single time they strapped their helmet on versus a good opponent, they what they dominated them. Mm-hmm. Literally every single time. Um, I think if 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 the law of averages plays out, right? We have a Cincinnati team who looks great every time they need to, and an Alabama team who looked great one time when they absolutely had to. Now the narrative is that Alabama's the greatest thing since sliced bread again. It literally took four quarters of football for them to go from they're falling off, let's fire the coach, which is absolutely insane that Alabama fans were saying that, uh, to now they're the greatest thing since sliced bread again. So I think if the law of averages plays out, this is a one-score game with I, – I, they might cover, but I'm going to say this is a one-score game with seven minutes left in the football game.
1: Could be. I mean, it's it, it. You know, it's a it's a game of who shows up. Exactly. And I don't I don't know. Something tells me that we're going to see more of the Alabama we saw against Georgia. I could be wrong on that.
0: Here's here's another thing to me that is such a, a key, right? I don't think the Auburn game goes the way it does if Jamison doesn't get taken out from the targeting call, right? Right. But what that did was that allowed Auburn, who played phenomenal defense that day. To lock in on John Mechie the yeah. third and say, "Listen, if somebody's going to beat us, it's not going to be you. We're going to make one of these unproven underdog guys, underclassmen, beat us." Yeah. Well, now it's the same thing. John Mechie the third ain't there. Cincinnati has arguably the best secondary in all of college football. They're yeah. going to line up against against Jamison, and they're going to put two men on him at every play, and they're going to say, "You you might beat us." but number one won't beat us.
1: Now that I agree with. Cincinnati and, has two NFL caliber corners. And if
0: they do that, the game looks more like Auburn, where Alabama becomes one-dimensional. They, de- I mean, Auburn had seven sacks against them. They rattled Bryce Young to the – I mean, he didn't have that guy, right? Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones had a couple superhumans, but when you can just throw it up to Devontae Smith, it's tough to rattle you. Like, literally just put it right. on him in triple coverage. Now he might not have those that guy. Yeah, because Jamison for everything that he's done, he's the speed guy, right? It's not right. necessarily throw it in a bubble and he's or throw it in a car wash; he's going to come out dry. Yeah. So that's my prediction. As, as much as much as much as I've watched yeah. and everything, that's where I'm at.
1: Okay, I like. it. We'll find out Friday, but uh, I cannot wait. So going off of our playoff talk,
0: yeah. Speaking of we, picks and predictions, we, uh,
1: here. we had some predictions at the beginning of the season, and
0: ninety percent of them. We're very wrong. I'm so excited about this. So, I think this shows how. Cra- okay, so let's set this up. So pre- if you didn't listen to our preseason uh, prediction show, we I, this is my I think third or fourth year doing this. Uh, it's literally preseason. You predict your uh, you predict all five power uh, power five conference teams that are playing in the championship and obviously winners. You mm-hmm. pick one dark horse for each conference and then you pick your playoff four going to two going yep. to a national champion. I think the worst I've ever done is maybe five out of ten. The five out of the ten teams you pick, five out of ten in the conference title games. The first year I did this, I literally got like eight out of ten correct, right? Yeah. What you're about to hear as we run these down and talk about how wrong we were shows you how bad this season was in terms of chaos. I think that's due to the transfer portal. That's due to super seniors from COVID. And that just makes the sport so much more fun. So So. if you would indulge us, and if you have your predictions here, kind of listen along and see what you thought. And we'll start wherever you want to. Let's just start with the one that's easy, the one we got right. Hey, we did get
1: one right. SEC. We both predicted Alabama and Georgia – Would meet in the SEC championship, and we both predicted Alabama would win that football game. We did. Great job, great pick. Here, blind squirrel finds a nut every now. and then. Blind
0: squirrel, who was your dark horse SEC? Uh, Ole Miss. And Ole Miss had a really good season. Mine was A and M. Mine was A and M. Who, honestly, early on in the season, after about week five, you thought, "Oh shoot, I might have got one right." Um, so we can go to the the conference where we both got one right. Uh, Pac twelve. We did. Oregon and USC was who I picked. I also picked Oregon and USC with USC winning. Yeah. So I, I got the loser right. I picked Oregon winning, so I got, I don't know, a third of it right. I guess yeah, well, we'll hey, ahead. the team, to <laughs> me, just picking that the team would make it. I mean, yep. let's be honest. Yep. You're looking at 14 to 16 teams, and realistically, you know, more teams have a better shot than others, and getting even one right in there, I yep. think that's big. Yep. My dark horse was Utah. Yep. So, at least with my dark horse, I got it in there. I don't count that out of the 10. I'm still right. three three for 10 at yep. this point, which I think is about where it ends. Who was your dark horse? I believe it was UCLA. I think it was, too. Which, honestly, early on in the season. Yeah, early on they looked like a contender. I mean, even it? still looked like a you know a yeah. good pick. They got a big football game coming up yep. there, oh, UCLA yep. Bruins. Uh, ACC. Everything else was trash. So I mean, Couldn't you have been me? more wrong. Yep. So, I said Clemson. Versus North Carolina. Obviously, both of those teams come in super high profile. I mean, yep. quarterbacks, everything, and it just didn't and pan out. We got Pitt and Wake Forest. Pitt and Wake Forest. My dark horse was Miami. Yeah, um, I picked Clemson, who
1: late in the season really, really looked good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked Clemson and uh, North Carolina as well. Clemson, I picked out on top. I actually put Clemson in the playoff, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, my dark horse was Florida State, and Florida State was a couple of Mike Norvell decisions away from possibly looking from good. at least
0: from at least being a decent pick <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, Big Twelve, who'd you have? I had Oklahoma,
1: which we picked to, almost to hey, be came, in the playoff. Came
0: one game away. Yeah, yeah, I mean, literally, if they close, let's be honest. I mean, let's call a spade a spade here. They should have beat Oklahoma State. Yeah, that was probably the worst officiated game all season. Yep. Okay, hats off to Oklahoma State. You won the football game. That's fantastic. Oklahoma wins that game and they're yeah. in. Yeah, I agree. But I picked Oklahoma. Iowa State had Oklahoma winning, and of course, um, I had the yeah. I had the opposite. I had Oklahoma, Iowa State. Yeah. With Iowa State winning, I believe Texas was my dark horse. Texas was also my dark horse. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was
1: a uh, that that was obviously wrong.
0: Wisconsin, Wisconsin might have been your dark horse, which wasn't a bad. Oh no, you this hate is, Wisconsin. This is yeah, Big you, Twelve. Oh, I'm wrong. So, no, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you did have Wisconsin though in the Big Ten, which honestly turned yeah out I didn't have a bad pick either.
1: And I did not want to pick them, and obviously I was wrong anyway. But
0: all right, Big Ten, I had Ohio State, Wisconsin with the dark horse yeah. of the Iowa Hawkeyes, which yeah. did end up getting blown out in the title game.
1: I had Ohio State and Wisconsin, with Ohio State winning that football game. My dark horse was. Indiana, and my gosh,
0: what a dumpster Boy, they fire turned they had. To, they turned out to be an absolute yep. flash in the pan. Michael Penix Jr. has transferred. Still hadn't announced his date, but yep. or his uh his, uh his final home, but he has transferred. Yeah. All right, now let's talk playoffs. So yep. those last three conferences were just brutal, which if you look around at any preseason prediction, there were very few people who had anything even close to that.
1: Michigan, Iowa, complete shock. Baylor, Oklahoma State. Maybe you pick Baylor preseason. Maybe, yeah, maybe you go Baylor. Yeah. I think
0: Oklahoma State. Why? I I mean, could see having Oklahoma State as a dark horse. Yeah. With Spencer Sanders returning, even though let's be honest, Spencer Sanders was not the reason they were there in the right, end. Right. Right. It was that freaking defense. Oh yeah. That for defense, sure. I mean, just come on now. And if you told me you picked Pittsburgh and Wake Forest, I want the receipts. <laughs> yeah, I want receipts. I want to know. If you, I wonder preseason. What would have been a cash payout for a hundred dollars on Wake Forest? That'd been Pitt? so much money. It I had mean, to be straight if pick, cash. If you picked Pittsburgh to win that game, oh my gosh!
1: I mean, how much money? Because Clemson w- would have been the easy choice.
0: Why oh, wouldn't you by think far, so? Yeah, by I far. mean so. There's a reason the two knuckleheads sitting with these microphones picked Clemson. Yeah, very true, very true. All right, what did your playoff look like? Take so, us one through four. You don't have to go winners yet, but okay. one through four.
1: So, my mine was pretty weird. And if I had thought about this in terms of truth, I would have swapped some. Um, obviously, I had Alabama at one. I had Clemson at two. Oklahoma at three. Georgia at four. When we went to playoffs this this year, I said there's no way they're going to have Alabama and Georgia replay each other in the very next game. If I had thought about that preseason, I probably would have said the same thing. But
0: Alabama and Georgia both being in was correct. There you go. I had – hold on, let's go to sleep here. I had Alabama at one. I also had uh, Georgia at four. I have Ohio State at three and Clipson at two. Yep. So, obviously, I sandwiched them correctly there. Even in the correct note, Georgia ended up being three. But uh you we we both got one big thing correct though. Yeah. We literally said by and and now this this might not pan out here. We still have a lot of football left to be yeah. played. Yeah. But we both did say that Georgia would beat Clemson and lose to Alabama and go into the playoff not against Alabama. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. We even said if they rematch Clemson, we could see that happening because it would be week 1 all the way to like right. week whatever you right. want to call it in the playoff one. And uh and so that's interesting there. Yep. And we we ultimately have we picked the champion and we picked those two games to play out, yep. which a big part of that could still take place, you know. We yep. we definitely could see a rematch there if the favorites win out, we will see the rematch. Honestly, with all the chaos that happened, not a terrible not a terrible show in there. Right. Hey, one thing I think that's fun about this podcast and this kind of fan base and like the 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 culture that we've built of just friends talking about sports and life because that's what we enjoy is say like ESPN don't keep track of this stuff. Yeah. Like Fox Sports don't really keep track of this stuff. Right. Uh, CBS Like yeah, they keep track of the guest picker. Who is the well? People show up and say, "Well, my cousin went to Houston, so I'm gonna pick Houston." Don't nobody care. Yeah, that's. I mean, a blind squirrel finds a nut. You started the show off with that, and ain't that the truth? Uh, So I think it's enjoyable to sit back and look back and say, "Man, we were freaking dead wrong on this, but this we nailed." Yep. And uh, even this season to to hit some of these big overarching themes. I, I really love the Georgia beats Clemson and loses to Alabama. We absolutely nailed that. Yep. Um, and then we said Georgia would go to the playoff. Yep. Uh. That's a good – we got Alabama in at number one. We were yep. 100% correct yep. on that, which that's not a very difficult pick. Right, now. But if you'd have told me week five that we made that pick, I was like, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. But, man, uh, dag, um it has been a blast of a season, though. It has. It has been yep. a blast of a season. Uh, speaking of these ball games, uh, UCF played Florida Yeah, in the SEC. I like that. Yeah, they did. They sure did play. Yeah. Up. What did you think about that football game? Just to kind of, I'll set it up for you. Uh, I picked Florida. Uh, Emory Jones did end up playing and transferred right after the game, which was already announced, which was hilarious, yeah. which I mean, he kind of did his team a favor there. I guess that might be the better option. I believe I saw where uh, AR-15 is returning. Somebody said Florida fans are super hyped that AR-15 is returning. Somebody quoted it and said Georgia fans are too, which yeah. I thought was a yeah. pretty funny tweet. Uh, go ahead. I'll let you start, and then I'll go on a rant. You also, you picked UCF yep, and got this one correct. A yep. so great pick there.
1: Uh, obviously, it's... Emory Jones was exactly what I thought Emory Jones was. I, I didn't even think he was gonna play. I said I, I said at the beginning of the year, I, I didn't think the kid was good. The kid's not been good. I mean You Kyle, nailed that take. I mean, he's just not good. He missed several receivers. Like the dude just was so inconsistent at Florida. Um I I, I think, you know, we talk about Dan Mullen being the, the quarterback guru and he's had some good ones, obviously. You know, Tim Tebow, Dak Prescott, just to name a few, but I, I think this proves. I think this team that played in this bowl game really does show Dan Mullen's incapabilities at recruiting and development this past season, and even the seasons he's been at Florida. I saw a quote from Billy Napier earlier. It said, uh, "The best views come from the hardest climbs," and that man's got a hard climb coming at Florida. But he sure does. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured Dan Mullen left Florida in shambles when he left, and I figured that was going to be an issue. So. That's why I picked UCF, and it proved to be true. UCF, 2017 national champions, get the, get the dub
0: in the bowl game. They did, and to me, you could not have hit it better. It was it all falls on Emory Jones. Emory Jones' quarterback play, even though he had some massive rushes, I mean, there was one like third and 19 in the second quarter that he just puts his body out on the line and goes and gets the – he gets, you know, 20-plus and gets a first down. But it was just the – destruction of his passing game. And I've seen arguments on Twitter. This is a prevailing argument that Emory Jones is better than Stetson Bennett. Listen, we can say that is a... You actually can measure this with statistics. It's not completely subjective. This isn't talking about movies or nothing. But, oh, my gosh, even subjectively, I don't know how you can watch these two gentlemen play a football game and make that statement. There
1: was somebody at the beginning of the year who actually hardcore argued this, that Emory Jones is better than JT Daniels.
0: That is insane. <laughs> but, I mean, ju- even to me, just as insane now to still make the argument of that. He, if if Emory Jones could have completed, there were, there were probably, I would say, around five passes where, The Florida Gator receiver was completely behind the UCF defense, and if you just put it on and miss a touchdown, if Emory Jones completes two of those passes, they win the football game. I don't think he completed a single one. I mean, Florida runs a great – Halfback pass. So they dish it out to the left side. I think it was short side of the field to the half-back. The wide receiver standing wide open in the end zone, waving his hands. The receiver just throws it on the ground about five yards in front of him. Yeah. That's... Just incredible. Uh, you, you couldn't have said it better, man. Billy Napier has such a job in front of him. Such a job in front of him. Speaking of the SEC and losing football games, Missouri played the Army Black Knights. Yeah. We both picked Army. That was a great pick. Yep. Army literally controlled it from coin flip to four zeros until they didn't. This was a tale of two halves. The first half of this football game, Missouri could not be stopped, but they couldn't kick, they couldn't do anything but kick field goals. The second half of this game, Army could not be stopped. Number 33 for Army, who I believe is a 230 pound halfback. They lined it up on four downs and said, you cannot stop us from getting 10 yards on four on four downs. And sure enough did. And this game came down to a last second, I think it was 43-yard field goal for the win. Yep. Army puts it through to solidify that the SEC has not yet won a bowl game. Nope. What did you think about this game? Yeah, I picked Army. I just
1: figured their defense was going to do better. I mean, Missouri has been chop liver on defense all year pretty much. And granted – this turned out to be more of a defensive game than I thought it would be from both sides. But, yeah, Missouri came in without Connor Bazalek. Now he's obviously in the transfer portal. He hasn't landed anywhere yet, he he has
0: he, he? has not landed anywhere, yep. but he has announced. Yep. And this was even after that game, which I want to say it. The I think it's Brandon Cook. Yeah played fantastic at quarterback for Missouri. If he is the guy and they can get him some protection and obviously he needs some playmakers around him, the leading rusher also did not play for, I think it's Beatty, Mm -hmm. Tyler Beatty maybe, did not play for Missouri uh, and still were extremely competitive versus a dynamic rushing attack. I actually come away from this game way more impressed with Missouri yeah. Than I did with Army. I thought this game was going to be a blowout. Yeah. Listen, you got a team who runs the triple option as well as Army does, and a team who plays defense as bad as Missouri does, and their offensive weapons are both out. I mean your quarterback yeah. and you're starting I mean, one of the probably one of the best rushers in Missouri, especially since they've come to the SEC. And I mean, Missouri hung with them tooth and nail. Yeah, we're
1: a long way from that Missouri team that won the SEC in 2014. They, they went,
0: they, and they went back-to-back. Yeah. <laughs> lot, lot far a lot, a lot far very removed. A lot has changed. Far very removed. A lot has changed. But the future is bright there, though. Yeah. I think, you know, they still had a fantastic season. You hate to win a, a a game here on the last second field goal. It was 41 yards, so I'll correct myself there. But, uh, but yeah, SEC's 0-2. Any other bowl games that have kind of jumped out to you? We mentioned the Western Michigan game today. Yeah, that, that was, was a good pick. Game. It was a good game. San Diego State absolutely housed UTSA. Yeah. That was a yeah, great yeah. pick
1: out of you, by the way. Yep. I mean, that's coming off their, you know, slaughter against North Texas they had going on. Because, I mean, yeah. that was, you know, the big thing. Yo, UTSA's undefeated too. Where,
0: mm-hmm. where's, the, where's their playoff spot? Yeah. Georgia, one thing I found that was interesting. So, Georgia State plays. Yeah. Ball State. I believe Ball State opened up or ended up being the FPI favorite, and Georgia State's favored by like a field goal. Mm-hmm. Not a, I don't believe a single person in our pick'em picked Ball State. Not a single person. Yeah. Which I found very interesting. I thought for sure somebody would pull the trigger there. Paying now, attention. Nobody ended up doing yep. it. I'm pr- I am. I'm proud of everybody yep. for uh for picking that one. I
1: think um, the real slate's to come though. As far as oh all these it bowl is games. man. I
0: mean even tomorrow yep. five massive games. Yeah. Uh, are there any picks for you that have that have felt like they need to change? Um. Not, not lately. Nah, no, right, as of right now, I'm gonna stick with what I got. I got one. I got one for sure. that's changing off what I said last week, but I will not say who that is. I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. I'm keep gonna it, hold. Keep it, I'm keep gonna keep chest. all that in. I'm gonna keep all that in. Yep. So uh, officially, four people have gone sixteen and one. Uh, sixteen and zero was the high. I believe sixteen and zero was the highest anybody went undefeated. So okay. they are officially out of the running for a million dollars. But hats off to those people who I don't know their real names to pick six. I think there was only two people who got to fifteen and zero. Yeah. And then one person, I believe, won the Florida game. I think it was. I'm not okay. sure. Um, to to pick sixteen straight ball games, correct? Yeah. It's a lot of luck. Yeah. But that's doing homework. I mean, that's paying attention. That's knowing when to pull the trigger. Like I said, it is a lot of luck. Essentially, picking ball games. Let's say there's 44 ball games. Flip a quarter 44 times and hope you guess heads or, twelves, heads or tails correctly every time. To bowl
1: games is harder than March Madness.
0: Because at oh, least by far. At, at least, least you know March, who's
1: playing. Well, yeah, at least in March Madness, everybody's got something to play for. A lot of these teams, you don't know who's Deuce. who's ready to play, who's not. I think not.
0: a perfect example is tomorrow, Houston versus Alabama. Yeah. I mean, Auburn. Auburn yeah. uh, you got a team that has had a ton of people opt out, a ton of people beat up in Auburn with – they're trying to beat the number 20th ranked team. They almost yep. beat the number one ranked team in quadruple overtime, yep. you know, four weeks ago. And now they're playing Houston. Woo. And then Houston, who's had a fantastic season, who I say that out from Auburn's perspective, I think Houston has earned and demands respect with oh, what yep. they've done yep, over the sure. past couple of years. And they're playing Auburn. Auburn almost, it's the same argument. Auburn almost beat the number one team in the country in quadruple overtime. we about yep. to go smash them yep. in the mouth. They have everything to play for. I know who's offering
1: quarterback. Is TJ Finley even healthy? He looked yeah. like he was hurting. I think Alabama.
0: it'll it'll. Well, I, I mean, he clearly was, but I think it'll be TJ Finley that's for sure. Wealthy. Which is, I mean, you know, take that for what you want. Yeah, yeah. That's... Speaking of bowl games, we got some more to pick. Yeah. You know, we do. We have a couple of games that we we left off the mantle last time to kind of give us something to talk about today, and we got to get into it, bro. Yeah. Kansas State LSU. LSU uh, quarterback has announced he will not play. Max Johnson has transferred. We know his destination now. I'm not even sure who the backup will end up being. LSU, who opened up as the favorite, now with the opt outs and transfer portal, has dropped to a minus three and a half point favorite. Still the FPI favorite at fifty four percent. Who are you taking? With with how much LSU's
1: been through this season, I just I, I can't pick them to win this bowl game. I feel like this win means so much more to Kansas State than it does to LSU. At LSU, I don't even know who's going to play quarterback. They've had two quarterback transfers this year already: Miles Brennan and Max Johnson. Yep. Um, I just I, I don't know who's going to play for them. Elias Ricks, their top corner. Wait, I believe Miles down.
0: Brennan announced he's staying.
1: With that? Oh, I think you're right, actually. I believe yeah, he yeah, I did it right. now.
0: So, he will be your quarterback. I'm yeah. guessing yeah. he will be your quarterback. Yeah, but
1: it had some major transfers. lost Ricks oh, now at Alabama. So. Rick Gilbert? Yeah, Eric Gilbert. Um, which, I don't know what he's doing at this point. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm going to pick Kansas State.
0: I'm going to pick the under. I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm going to pick Kansas State. I think it's going to be a close game, too. You know, I still have all of my picks here from when I picked these the day that it went live, right, yeah. or the day that I sat down and went everything. And LSU was the pick. Yeah, LSU is no longer the pick. You know, this is why you do your homework and you study. You study who's playing, who's not. Which don't get it twisted. LSU still, you know, with Miles coming back and whatnot, I think they still do have a lot to play for. I think they're, they, you know, recruiting's not terrible. Yeah, they got a good coach now who might be coaching this bowl game. We still don't know. I think that's a factor. You tell me right now that he's coaching, I pick him. Yeah. I really do. I think that is for Brian Kelly to come in, and I think he's going to do great at LSU. Fake accent or not, I don't know what he's doing with that. I think he's going to be great at LSU. I think they got one. But as of now, with all of the things that I have, this game is still, you know, a ways away. We got about two weeks until this football game. Give me the team that wears purple. Give me the cats that wear purple. The Wildcats that were purple. I like it. You, you, went, you went really far. I tried around to there. hang you on the line as long as I could.
1: I'd say you went really far around there to get there. I did. I did. All right. Where are we going? Let's go here. I think this one has some implications. Uh, number 11, Utah. Number six, Ohio State. The Rose Bowl. Very good Very good game for Ohio State. I, 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 there's no spread on this game. I mean, it's a five o'clock game on Saturday. I think very much Ohio State's gonna be
0: the team that comes. No, in No, there game. is a spread minus five Ohio State.
1: Okay, well I don't. That's not on ESPN for some reason. And
0: they open up as a sixty-seven point seven percent favorite for uh, FBI, which is probably the biggest uh, bowl game has been so far. Yeah, now. I think Ohio State's probably the better team here,
1: but I, I, I think they're gonna be one of these. to pull the trigger. Oh, I think I am. They're gonna be one of these teams that that was almost in. They were one win away from getting to play Iowa. And just absolutely demolishing them and in the playoffs, and they missed it. They got demolished it by, by Michigan Michigan that much. And it's just uh, Utah's hot. I mean, they beat Oregon twice. They won the Pac-12. Um, there was really no chance for them to get in the playoff with three losses. So, yeah, yeah, give me Utah. I mean, that that's that's their side of the country. Why not?
0: You know, I pro- I played like I was surprised that you went with Utah. Yeah, Utah's got to be the pick. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the upsets that just jumps off the page for every reason you just listed. They are playing some of the best football in the country ending the season here. You absolutely hate that they lost the Holy War for the first time in nine years to BYU. Yeah. Who BYU had a good season and looked good. Yeah. But I mean, even that loss to UAB, all that stuff. Utah's a better team than BYU. No, oh, yeah. Like it's not even close. Dude, they might have been something this year. Yeah. Which that wasn't their only loss, but Yeah, to me, you know, 82% of the country has picked Ohio State. Ohio State's the point favorite. Ohio State is the FBI favorite. I texted you like two or three days ago about a game, and I said, they're the favorite in every metric. Why would you not pick them? Well, Utah's not the favorite in any metric at all. This just feels like their football game to win. I agree. The pick for me is the Utes. Home of the Sandlot, by the way, if you didn't know, there's a little movie trivia for you. I like it. I love this football game here, brother. Notre Dame under a brand-new head coach. Yeah. Defensive coordinator there. Oklahoma State, this is one of the closest uh, country picks that I've seen. 52 51% Notre Dame FPI. That shows you how close that is. And Notre Dame opens up. I don't know if they opened up. They now sit a two-and-a-half-point yep. favorite. You want, me, you want me to go first? I'll let you go for here. I'll go first. You go That's you only first. fair. I'll, I'll let you uh, come in there at the end. I love this game, man. Yeah, and it's I a good think game. there are great reasons to pick either team. This is one of those games that does not feel like bowl season to me. This feels like both of these teams are going to take this real serious. They both got something to play for in terms of this is a high profile game. Notre Dame obviously did not get as close to the playoff as Oklahoma State did. Yeah. I think Oklahoma State's the better football team, but Notre Dame's just hungrier under that new coach. Give me the gold domers, and new brand new coach starts it off with a freaking massive yeah. bowl game
1: win. Um, I, I think Notre Dame kind of knew they didn't have a shot here.
0: Um, also I also forgot to mention January 1st, 12 o'clock on ESPN. Yeah.
1: I, I think Notre Dame knew they didn't have a shot here. They lost Cincinnati. They didn't have a, a conference championship to play in. They lost Brian Kelly. They knew that was a long shot for them. Uh, Marcus Freeman obviously is was in the program, so it's not really much of a coaching not a massive change for them. There. Um, I mean, they know the dude; they they played for him, they love him. Good for them. Oklahoma State, the don't most you, don't you haunting, pick those Cowboys? The most haunting words to them is one inch away. They were one inch away, one
0: inch, brother, from one inch and four interceptions.
1: Yes, from <laughs> potentially getting in the playoffs. There's going to have to be some chaos there, and somebody's going to be left out. But one inch away. Spencer Sanders is awful. Spencer Sanders has not played good down the stretch. Oh, you gonna hit him with the awful? I mean, he was bad. Four interceptions. They in go a, eleven
0: in and, one and one like that or twelve. Well, I know now. Yeah.
1: How many picks do you have in the season, bro?
0: Count them one, two, three, four, bro. I he think beat he Oklahoma because he had two. Yeah, he had two interceptions against Oklahoma. Yeah, he shouldn't have beat Oklahoma, but he Notre beat. Dame
1: wins this game, and I think Notre Dame.
0: I'm taking the over. Notre Dame wins. I was wins to say, don't you pick good. them Cowboys, brother? Cowboys made the playoffs. What do you think about that? Did they? They did. Honestly, they clicked yesterday. So this is the, uh, hold on, I want to make sure I get this correct. This is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. I'm going off top of your head. I want an answer in three seconds. Best PlayStation game you played this year. Three, two, one. Last of Us 2. There it is. You heard it here first. And this man's played a lot of PlayStation games. Well, you kind of threw me off. Actually, no. This year, I'm
1: gonna say Spider-Man nope. Miles Morales. nope. It's got to be. It's, it was the first. I, played, I don't remember if I played last of the last first. Well, kidding. you said the best PlayStation game. And I was thinking, oh, The Last of Us. And then you like you swapped me up and said this
0: year, and I was like, oh, what would I really? Think? You thought Miles Morales was a good game? Oh, Miles Morales was incredible. I mean, I didn't play it. I just watched it. But, man, you talk about boring to freaking watch. It was so fun. Absolute trash So fun.
1: Guardians of the Galaxy is fun. I've heard it's very good. It's getting great reviews. I will definitely
0: be getting that. Uh, We've been in virtual reality for like the past freaking three days. Heavy, Dude, I'm sitting at my desk today, typing on the computer, and I'm floating. Like, literally, I have that feeling because we've been playing so much Echo. You need to take a break. Echo is is pretty much ultimate Frisbee and Zero Gravity. And, man, you will get absolutely lost in it. Speaking of zero gravity, uh, there is that in space, and there's a lot of space between these two teams. You see how I link that up? Number 15, Iowa. Number 22, Kentucky. The Citrus Bowl, Saturday, January 1st, New Year's Day. They get the noon slate. Who you taking and why? I will mention Kentucky opens up as an FPI favorite, super close at 52%. Yep. They are favorited by three points. I think Kentucky blows the Doors off of this game. Not so fast, brother. You know, not so uh, fast.
1: You you know who ran the ball down Iowa's throats? Michigan. Michigan. You know who could run the ball down their throats and probably has a little bit better of a
0: quarterback? Not that team that showed up and got spanked by LSU mm-hmm. and Mississippi State and all those other teams. Well, not LSU. Mississippi State. I was about to say they beat LSU. What yeah, talking they like? beat. Yeah, they I'm didn't going, close the season out great. They broke our hearts with that Louisville. Pete. They did they, do that. They, now they dominated they that did football do that. game. But yeah.
1: Iowa got the break speed off against Michigan. I don't think Kentucky's as good as Michigan across the board, but both teams have similar defenses. The issue is Kentucky's gaining around 400 yards a game. Won't matter. You know how much Iowa's gaining? About 230. Won't matter. Offense is horrible. They don't have a good quarterback. Keep digging they the hole, don't brother. don't have a great Keep running back. Keep on digging.
0: You big you Iowa if you want to, but you're going to lose that game. Listen here, Spencer Petrus. I mean, nine touchdowns, six interceptions, that tells you everything you need to know. I tried, bro. I tried to convince you. I tried to sway you, but I can't even convince myself. The pick is Kentucky. Uh, Slovis had, honestly, a really good year. They definitely had some stumbles. Oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, Definitely had some stumbles throughout the year. I literally said Keaton Slovis. I'm thinking about the name of the USC kid. Definitely had some stumbles. That Mississippi State game still breaks my heart. Yeah. Number one, we had to pick it, and we were freaking wrong. So that bothers the crap out of me. But they got spanked that night after Georgia kind of, you know, broke the undefeated streak they were on. But, yeah, I was just not good enough to win this football game. Not Even if I think Kentucky does not play inspired, which I think they will, a bowl game for Kentucky is still a big deal, especially, you know, a big game in one where the football's not uh, basketball-shaped. Uh, so it's uh, – it's got to be Kentucky here. Yeah, I agree. Who we great. picking and why? Who we picking next? We're going to do another one? We Pretty got there's Dude, there's one more bigging. You want to do Arkansas-Penn State? Is that what you Yeah, let's at? do it first. But that's not the one I'm
1: talking about. Oh, well, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick Arkansas here. I, I think Arkansas has got to – I think Sam Pittman has a great opportunity to end this year with something special. Big bowl game against Penn State. I like the way – um, K.J. Jefferson and Arkansas can run the ball. I, I look
0: for a lot of run-pass options here from Arkansas, so I'm picking Arkansas. Not so fast. This would end up being serious about yeah, this I one. You, I uh, Penn State did open up as the favorite. I think the line has changed to uh, – it was minus one and a half, you told me, Arkansas. Now it's minus one. So they, they even took the hook away, which that's because people are probably betting that line now. I, I'm. I promise you, when that line flipped – a whole bunch of people jumped on the knit Nanny lines real quick. Oh, I'm sure. And that's you know I always call them the knit nanny lines. It's the Nittany lines. I know. Uh, Penn State I think gets this win. Uh, Arkansas does have everything to play for. This is a very big deal for Sam Pittman to have the season that he had and to start it off with a, you know getting them to a pretty darn big bowl game. Yep. You're in a New Year's Day bowl game. That's big deal. Uh, I don't think we we mentioned it, but uh, 11 o'clock Outback Bowl. Uh, obviously New Year's Day, January 1st. Uh, This is a great matchup, man. Jefferson versus Sean Clifford, assuming everybody's going to play. You look at their numbers here. Uh, 2,900 yards for one, 2,500 yards for Jefferson. He's obviously got more rushing yards. 20 touchdowns for Clifford, 21 for Jefferson, six touchdowns, six interceptions for Clifford, three interceptions on behalf of Jefferson. I think the run games are fairly similar. This is a great football game. It'll be a great atmosphere. Yeah. I just think Penn State gets them. I think Penn State's the better football team. Yeah. I'm taking the Nittany Lions, and that, that'll probably be the one that wins me the fifty dollars. Yeah, I, so like I appreciate it. I that. like it.
1: I know what game you want to go with, but I got a question for you. Oh, oh I, lo- I love I love getting asked questions. Can a backup quarterback win a
0: conference championship? I I said no to this question a whole bunch, <laughs> but he can But yes, he can. He can go sixteen for sixteen and win by an inch. Yeah, he can. He so, certainly can. Baylor, Ole Miss, Baylor, Ole Miss. You know this is. I think this is kind of being marketed as one of the bigger games of bowl season. I mean, I think besides the playoff games, it
1: probably is the biggest game.
0: Well, Matt Corral, you know, has decided he's going to play, which is a big deal. Baylor comes off a massive win there versus Oklahoma State in the title game. I mean, everything's close here. Ole Miss is a minus one and a hook favorite. I think that's super close. Fifty-one percent favorite FPI. Ole Miss is also. This is the All-State Sugar Bowl, man. ESPN January 1st. This is the this is the primetime matchup, 745 Eastern. But I think the pick's easy. I'm going to let you do it, but I think this is an easy one. I, I think
1: this is, this is a victory lap for Matt Corral. I really do. I couldn't I, agree more. I mean, you
0: honestly said that perfectly.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, in all honesty, Ole Miss was a, a game or two away from being an SEC West champion. They need yep. a little bit to happen. They need to beat Auburn, which they should have done, um, but didn't obviously. But yeah, I think this is a big marquee win for Lane Kiffin in this program. I think this this could propel Ole Miss and some big momentum next next season, you know, maybe make a run at Alabama, maybe make a run to the West. But I think it all starts with this game and I think they beat Baylor for Matt Corral to go out a champion.
0: I couldn't agree more. I think – and I don't think it's that close, dude. I yeah, definitely I take the over. Yeah. I think Matt Corral and those guys are going to be very relaxed. It's uh, – dude, you couldn't have said that any better. Victory lap is the greatest way. It will be that for him. Yeah. And I think he comes out and he balls out like they always do. Let's be honest, it took Baylor four interceptions and a incredible performance by that backup quarterback yeah. to beat Oklahoma State by yeah. an inch. He ain't going to do that versus Ole Miss. No. Nah. And that was playing for a, for a championship. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. A Sugar Bowl title is a big deal. Oh, yeah, for sure. That is a very big deal for your program. Any of these New Year's Six bowls are huge oh, deals. Yeah, for sure. Whether you want to try to treat it like that or not, in the history of this game, playoff or not, BCF or not, this, BCS or not, this is a big deal. Yeah. And I think Ole Miss gets it done. I like it. I like it. Dude, I cannot wait. Well, I say I can't wait. We'll find out. It, no, I love this sport. No matter what, I cannot wait to sit on this couch with you, you know, five, six days from now, whatever day we decide to do this, and talk about these football games. Yep. Because this, we got, I mean, I know the playoffs. Obviously, we're excited about that. But oh, yeah. All, those five games alone on New Year's Day we just ran down are fantastic.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: I think Utah gets that upset. Versus I think Ohio they do, State. too. I think they do, Five too. Five and a half scares me though. Yeah, I agree. I ain't locking that in, but that one just feels feels e- easy. Utah feels easy. Yeah, it does. I agree. It does. And I would place a lot of money on the over for uh, Ole Miss. Yeah, I would same. take. I would take Ole Miss all day long. Yep. Where can the people find you? Instagram, Twitter, J Harris underscore six and. In bed in about an hour, hour and a half. An hour. Holy cow, you are an old man. I'm going to play some VR. You can find me at Connor Mason Chandler on Instagram, Connor, Ch- Connor Chandler on Twitter and Facebook. You can find us at B Brothers Pod. That is B Brothers P O D on uh, Twitter. If you have not yet done it, if you are listening to this podcast and you have a Capital One Bowl Mania account, or even if you don't, if you want to start one today, let me tell you this. You get 24 straight games right, you're winning 50 bucks because ain't nobody going to beat you, I don't think. Probably not. I mean, so there is still an opportunity if you want to pick the rest of the slate to win. The most pick somebody has right in our thing is 14 currently. Yep. So it's going to go down to the wire. Super close. I mean, we're in third place two yep. games out of first. Obviously, we're trying to win. That way, At Jordan has to pay me $50. Yep. That's kind of the goal here. Yep. You can find us at Bash Brothers Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't know if I mentioned it. That is also the name of the Capital One Bowl Mania group on ESPN.com slash Capital One Bowl Mania. That is Bash Brothers Podcast, all spelled correctly. Man, it is going to be fun. I cannot wait. Have a happy and safe new year. Uh, This year was definitely better than the last. There ain't no doubt about it. Things kind of got more relaxed, got more normal. Be safe. Don't shoot your friends with any fireworks that are capable of hurting them, just the ones that aren't. Right. I think that's safe. There's some Roman candle action, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. Be safe. Eat some good food. Eat your uh, black eyed peas, your collard greens. So you got great luck and great money success. Enjoy football, man. It's coming. It's great. We will see y'all next time because, as always, we are the Bash Brothers signing off.
1: Sure.